know that they're being trusted and they have more responsibility and you're caring for them and trying to offer them a fun workplace and enabling them to do their job, they rally to the cause. It's when they're under the thumb and people are saying, okay, now you need to do the job of two other people and I'm going to watch over you to make sure you do that that people are revolting. All right. From what I read in the book, Pixar has really learned how to engage its workers. There are so many examples of employee engagement, all the way up to senior management. Yes. It's just an incredibly important factor. Yes, it is. A lot of the people we give seminars to say, well, Pixar, they get the best and brightest, the most innovative people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it wasn't always that way. That's not the way they built the company. They built the company trying to get great people and looking for people who have mastered something, they're good communicators, but even more importantly, are collaborators that enjoy working with one another and looking at the what-ifs and making your partners look better. They go to great lengths to find people like that, and that's so important. Of course. Ed Catmull, the president of Pixar and Disney Animation Studios and the co-founder of Pixar, said there's thousands of creative ideas that go into every picture, and they come from everyone on the team. Bill, we've been talking about the culture at Pixar, but let's talk a little bit about the management. You used the word collaboration. I'm wondering about the silos and other problems that might interfere with this type of collaborative work that's a critical part of Pixar. Is there something the company does to encourage people to work in a participative manner? To begin with, they put people together on a team, but they're not a separate part of the team that says, you go off and do this, and you go off and do this, and you go off and do this. Everyone contributes to the entire product. And every day, they go over the work. There's a review period at the end of the day. Right. That was really hard for a lot of creative people to get accustomed to. You're looking at my creative masterpiece before it's done, you know, right. and giving input. And the other thing, mm -hmm. in most organizations, one area or one particular department is considered more important than the other. It could be engineering and an engineering-driven organization. It could be marketing and a marketing-driven organization, maybe even legal or accounting. But at Pixar, the leaders try very hard to make sure that they are able to mesh technology and creativity together. Mm, interesting. Walt Disney was a master at doing this. He didn't believe in creative departments, and he tried to break down the silos and treat everyone on a first-name basis and tried to make sure that everyone knew how their role contributed to the entire story. Now, within a team, do you happen to know the compensation approaches? Do individuals share? Are there contracts? Is there anything unique about that at Pixar? I'm not aware of anything unique about that at Pixar, but they are quite different from the normal Hollywood model. The normal Hollywood model, most people on the team, from the lighting director to the producer, are all on a contract for that individual film. Right. At Pixar, except for the talent that contribute the voices, they're all Pixar employees. And that's a big difference. Right, exactly. And one of the things that Randy Nelson, the dean of Pixar University, said is in the normal studio, by about the time you've finished and wrapping up the project, you're just getting to know the people and you're just getting to know how to work better with these folks. But Pixar, they're used to working together. Uh -huh. There's a different group of people that are assigned to every new project, but they're all, for the most part, Pixar employees. In your book, you give the story of how a group sits down and they can critique, but the final decision about whether to take the advice is left to the production group. It's left to the director, but the decisions are made in front of the whole group. They're not made behind closed doors 
yet is very open and promotes transparency in his decision-making. Same thing when a director, when a team is having trouble, they can call something they call a brain trust. The brain trust is made up of the eight directors and anyone else that they think could have input into the film. Right. And the film is presented at whatever state it happened to be in at the time. And then there's usually a two- to three-hour discussion on what they could change or how they feel about it. But the key point here is there's no mandatory notes or mandatory reports or directives saying you change this and this and this and come back and report to us and we'll look at it three weeks from now. It's, again, all up to the director to take whatever or nothing from that input. Bill, based on your experience with Pixar, how would you describe the leadership and management styles of those in charge? I think they're enabling. They give direction without giving specific orders. Right. They get their power, their...